Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning back into Flex Your Thoughts Open Mindness. A recap from my last recording, I spoke on multiple cases that were alarming to the things that have been recently taking place in our world today. First and foremost, I just want to say I hope all is well and I just want justice for all of my people. But I would also like to see both sides to a situation in order to answer some of my own questions as to why something took place the way it did. So, I spoke on the importance of our mindset when it comes to power. Our mind has the power to use our intuition and make snap judgments before we fully comprehend and understand what is happening. With that being said, today I want to speak on how the place in which we stand reflects your upbringing and the things you find most important and value the most. So we scan our surroundings and with that, we act and speak as we assume we should. So two very important texts that I that really reflect my thinking are How to Love a Jamaican, Light Skin Girls and Kelly Rowland by Alicia Arthurs and Garcia Girls by Julia Alvarez. So Alicia Arthurs begins with the first chapter, Light Skin Girls and Kelly Rowlands. This chapter showed how a Jamaican student longed to befriend a student from the same background as her. But things took a turn once they did. Kimberly upbringing was more educated on the color of her skin and the harsh reality of racism and colorism. However, Cecilia, although they both come from a Jamaican background, she grew up not only around white people, but in the suburban slash West Coast. So as I remember it, Kimberly brought up race in almost every conversation or situation that took place. And this is this is what ended the break and had a break in their friendship because they couldn't see things eye to eye. So from my perspective, it was new to Kimberly seeing a person of color hanging around a lot of white people and not really understanding her blackness. And but what I have to say about that is that your place can be totally different, even though the color of your skin isn't. So I can say that I'll have a friend that is black African-American as well as I am, but we grew up differently around different standards and norms and people. So we might not be able to see things and be on the same page about things that happened in the past and things that are recently happening. Something people might see something that is right and I might see something that I think is wrong. So with that being said, Kimberly's place was to be educated on her background and where she came from. However, Cecilia didn't and wasn't much bothered by colorism with her being light skinned, but still Jamaican. It, she didn't pay much attention to how race played a role in her life. So it's like without having that experience or knowledge or even with having that experience or knowledge, that reflects who we choose to be around and how we choose to act or speak around those different types of people. So giving my own example, I can say that I can say that I choose to be loud, goofy, and use my regular tone and language around my peers, my family, and people I can call like my brothers and sisters. However, when I'm on the train going to Manhattan or far more to like the suburbs or if I 
go to a place that's predominantly white people, I can say, or people might say, we use our so-called quotation, white voice. So I can say that, well, I guess you can say that I do co-switch, like I was co-switching. So co-switching is basically when you feel like you have to change, you have a change in how you talk. Like I can talk how I'm talking to you guys now, which you can say it's formal, or I can say, hey, what's up guys? How you doing? I'm about to make this recording. So it's like people could switch up their voice when they're comfortable or when they're uncomfortable. So going more into that, I can say that code switching can be beneficial in terms of when you're trying to be professional and formal and basically give somebody an idea, opinion about or a statement about something. However, it can be detrimental when you have people that come from a certain place and they feel like in order to communicate with somebody, you have to switch up the way you talk in order to make them comfortable. But you can, you can be uncomfortable speaking that way, but you only doing it so people can think a certain way about you. So going into that, I want to bring up the text Garcia Girls by, Jul- by Julia Alvarez. So this text, this text basically talked about this family coming from the Dominican Republic with little to no place in America, coming from a small place they called home. This family, little by little, became Americanized. This infuriated their parents, how these four Dominican daughters, how their four Dominican daughters were adjusting to the English language and becoming Americanized. So one of their daughters, Yolanda, feared leaving DR and struggled adjusting and returning, struggled adjusting. So she returned back home to connect back to her cultural roots, but had forgotten her Spanish. And but however, when she returned back home to well, when she returned back to America, she had found herself becoming more comfortable speaking English and more comfortable embracing her America, the American woman she has become. Carla was another of the daughter that they had. She was had the most trouble fitting in and experienced discomfort with her growing body, puberty, and she felt bothered by the American people. And the, the things that she experienced within the text were type infuriating to hear about that and uncomfortable for her to go through. Sandra, she experienced, had actually had a mental breakdown from watching, not from the experiences that were happening in America, like. She witnessed her father being kissed by a drunk woman in America at a dinner. So that kind of took a toll on her singing, seeing that like maybe this was something that usually happened. Maybe this was something that was different from her. So having this in mind, even the mother, she was trying to reinvent herself and and she she would make these household items trying to keep herself busy while her while the father worked. So having this in mind, you can say that this family not only code switched when they needed to, especially when the daughters start began to switch from Spanish and started to forget their Spanish roots and their language. They started to use American, started to go wild, started to experience drugs and started to really experience the things that 
happened here in America, we could say they started to not only adjust to the English language, but to the American standards and the things that just happened. So back to the claim that I was making in the beginning, we scan our surroundings and adjust and act and speak as we assume we should. And that's exactly what the girls were doing as they started to become Americanized in America. So I feel as though people want so much to make other people comfortable. They want to make, but at the same time, they want to make themselves comfortable. So I can say that code switching is something that takes not only takes a toll on people, but get people to act and speak a certain way. So I can say that in school, I understand that we have to speak a certain way when we're writing. We have to speak formally. So because that's that's how it is. That's just how it is. There's like no explanation to that. But when we when we talk to our peers, our family, we that accent comes out because that's what we grew up with. Like they would never like a white person would never I don't want to say all of them, but they would never understand when I say, Oh, what's up? How you doing? Or um no cap or they won't understand how we speak like that. They won't understand. So it's like we have to not only dumb out dumb ourselves down or stoop to their level, but we just want to make sure they're understanding what we're saying. Like this is a very complicated topic where we African Americans didn't come up with this slang. And that's when we think it's detrimental because we feel like we can't use our slang because we're scared or we're going to be uncomfortable with other people being uncomfortable. So we switch up so they can understand us. So I feel as though we shouldn't have to, but only when we need to. So I learned a lot about having to having to change for other people but I feel as though in the world today a lot of people have stooped up from the things that have been happening in our past and took leadership in order to fight against police brutality and all these other events that have been taking place that's when our voice should be heard most definitely and to use our power of our voice in order to speak the truth to not only ourselves and people of color, but the whites, the Caucasian, the whatever we call it. But that's when we need to step up and use our voice. So with that being said, the claim that I most wanted that it's, it's a complicated topic. The claim that I was most making here is that basically we switch up and adjust once we feel as though we need to or we feel someone else is going to be uncomfortable around us or we use our white voice but sometimes it's not even about using our white voice it's about just being professional like there was this clip that was shown and this black man was saying use your white voice use your white voice and the guy was telling him no like no and he was talking you know i guess Society, we call it ghetto. He was saying, nah, I'm not going to use my right voice. This is how I talk. I'm going to talk like this. And 
it was kind of crazy to hear him saying that because it's like in America, like what if you go for a job interview? You're not going to get a job talking like, nah, nah, you know, I want to work nine to five. I want to, I want to, I'm very open-minded. I'm this, I'm that. But I guess you could say we want to talk like, oh yes, I would love to work here. I will put a hundred percent effort. I will show my integrity, my honesty. That's what they, I even caught myself speaking like that for a job interview. I caught myself trying to make myself sound a certain way so I can just get a job, so I can sound professional, so I can sound this type of society's, meet society's standard of how I should be talking. But really, I should be using my own voice, using my own powerful voice to, in any situation that I'm like in. So that's, but that's because everybody speaks their, like how, has their own place. So a lot of people, their place in society today is to speak up for the young people. Some other place might be to live up to society standards. Some other place might be, it's not about where you come from, but it's just like how you put yourself in these situations where you move from place to place and how you, how you represent yourself as a person. So with that being said, I'm going to close out today's conversation with that. And I hope you guys make an impact and really listen to both to like really understand how society works around us and the place in which we hold and the power we have within our voices. Thank you.